0: Girls! It's episode 31. I'm Kate. I'm Tammy. And this is Knit Together. Hello! Hello! Hello. Welcome back! back. Well, we first wanted to start off and um, talk about our contest that we announced last time, um, which is the two books, one by Wendy Johnson and one by Cookie Cookie A, A, both autographed. And all you have to do is go to iTunes and leave a... um, review of the podcast and yep. there's links in the show notes i'll put the links again and, and on ravelry and there's also a post on ravelry so detailed, detailed instructions
1: do so we, we appreciate that and we're taking everything into account so we can you know try and make the podcast better and better so want to keep improving um we're going to keep this kind of short and sweet because um we went to the Marshfield Fiber Fair and recorded live there, and want you to um, just come along with us. Yep. We actually met up early
0: um, on Saturday morning with Esther and Krista Sorry. and Ginger and Sarah, Sarah, Brianne, Sarah, Brienne. the infamous Brianne. He was always mentioned on the podcast. He was always mentioned on the podcast. I forget anyone? And Angie met is also. Angie. Oh, yeah. Angie was there. And so we had, um, thank you, everybody. Huh? That's, that's me. This is Kate. Oh, that's who's going. Kate. Kate, Kate was there. Kate, I, was I knew Kate
1: was there. Yeah,
0: so anyway, uh, yeah, we, uh, <laughs> oh. we did a good, we, <laughs> we met up and we all went out to the fiber fair. And then, uh, so what you're going to hear are these next few clips are um, live They're... from the fair. And very
1: random. And very random. So anyway, hope you hope you enjoy them and um, stay with us and we'll be right back. Let's see, we have Krista and Sarah and and Esther and I are all watching a lady, what is this called? Bobbin, Bobbin, making bobbin lace, making bobbin lace. And it's absolutely fascinating, but I'm not going to do another um, craft. But the bobbins are really cool, they're really beautiful. And she's just like moving them back and forth. It really doesn't look that hard. And it sounds like explaining DPNs to a knitter. She said, you only use four bobbins at one time. So, even though she's got 40 hanging off of here. Fascinating. I sound like Mr. Spock, don't I? Fascinating. 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 (laughs) (laughs) So, now we have someone spinning on a gigantic wheel. It's bigger than her. It is a big wheel. It is. It's bigger than the spinner. <laughs> <laughs> this is a little old lady. <laughs> but she appears to have some lovely hand knit socks on yes, it <laughs> does. under her um, 1880s costume and <laughs> dress. And it's kind of like. Mittens as well. Oh, yeah. Are those fetching? Those look like fetching.
0: They do. They are
1: fetching. <laughs> It actually looks like Rowan Tapestry as well. Would you agree?
0: I have no idea. Oh. But it could be. They're Th- very pretty. Thanks for
1: Christopher, you know, joining me on the this segment, co-hosting. It's much easier to talk to somebody about it. So, but it, no, seriously, I think it is fetching. I do, too. That's funny. So, yeah, the Marshfield Fiber Fair, they, they encourage the the vendors and the people to dress like... It's like Silver Dollar City. Yes. You know? So it's like a little 18... You know, hundreds, of costumes, dresses, and sun bonnets and stuff. And it's like, all right, that's a little bit cheesy. But I love the hand that socks in the fetching. I <laughs> a little bit. So <laughs> I don't think they had that then. So knit. This is knit. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> okay. So what torch-on bobbin? I don't know what that is. It's like, it's we're, like the, we're looking, at, we're looking at a sample of, of some stuff, and it's like crochet's been stabbed through the heart with a crochet needle. I'm not making this up. And then we have, like, the little lace that was knit and then tatting. How very interesting to see, like, all of them together, yeah. all the lace together. It's kind of cool. I can't do the doily thing. I just – and doily is such a funny word anyway. Doily.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. It, sounds,
1: so, it sounds old. Sorry. <laughs> like no, it just, it's just the memory of, you know, like Grandma's house when <laughs> we were kids. There were doilies everywhere, so. Okay, so now Krista and I are in the booth for Whirlwind Ranch, which is, I've talked about that before. It's in Lebanon, and, um, which is where Darth Robert is from. And there's a bag of um, alpaca that um, Lancelot Apparently, it is his name, and the tag on it says Beyond Yummy. And we're touching it, and it is so very soft. It's yes, Spinner's Delight. Okay, I like the names (laughs) we have here. Endless options, (laughs) yeah. (laughs) I know that's that's a delightfully decadent. Yeah, see, I want to get the, I want I want the roving or the top that's already been cleaned, prepared, you know, that we're ready, ready to go, ready to go with. But, yeah, see, they were up at Fort Leonard Wood when I, they had a craft fair up there. And I bought some, I bought some of their yarn and sent it up to my friend Michelle. So it was very squishy. It
0: is very squishy. It was nice.
1: I like it. Hey there. It's Kate and Tammy again. Great. We
0: finally met up with each other yeah. Ooh, and this is we're over here looking at the, um, blue yeah, blue we're face looking over here. Leicester. 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 It's how Leicester. you say it, right? blue face Leicester. Leicester. Leicester.
1: Leicester.
0: I always forget. I want to phonetically say it, but it's not the way you say it. So, mm-hmm. and we're over here looking at the, um, White River alpaca babies. Look at them. Yeah. Creo? Is that yeah. what they're called? Crea? They're so cute. We're trying to see if we can get Brianne to let me put it in her car. <laughs> Hello. Hello! You are such Thank a cute you. little guy. Oh, he's kissing oh, the recorder for he's you guys.
1: So sweet. Oh, mm. can we
0: hear? Oh, I can hear. There even. you go. Yeah. They sound like mm. sheep. Yeah. No. <laughs> he's the one that was like bucking and kicking all the other ones a minute oh, ago. So what so a funny. cutie pie.
1: Black there. with a white face. And yeah, we have two brown ones. Me. Mm. They look like little he's, Q-tips because their necks are so he's long. He's Hi, so baby. That's funny.
0: They're not shy. They were sh- being shy earlier. Now they oh, want to be petted. Hello. Oh, oh no? yeah. That's okay. what they were doing to me earlier.
1: I'm like, you can, we're coming over. Okay.
0: They, saw, they thought we had something interesting. Maybe they wanted yeah. to say something in the I recorder. I had nothing
1: interesting, but yeah, we got, we got them interviewed, so that was good.
0: Yeah. We really like this um, small town fair with um, tons of things to look at and tons of fiber we've seen angora and i saw llama over there yeah
1: there's a the llama the cashmere goat the cashmere goat and the sheep alpaca and, the alpacas. and lots of bunnies
0: yes and lots of bunnies and we watched cheering he's over there still yes. looking for you look
1: oh
0: timmy bye walked bye. away and now he's I'm sorry bye bye <laughs> he's wanting to stay <laughs> there well we're gonna go around and see if anybody wants to talk to us about hanging out at the fair and what kind of fibers they like
1: now it's it's time to spend
0: money now it's time to spend money all right (laughs) all right we're here with the stony acres sheep dairy and tammy and i have bought some italian i just ate cheese some italian (laughs) herbs and garlic cheese made from sheep's milk and we just had a question about your farm you have you guys always been making soaps and fudge and stuff from your sheep's milk
2: well, we moved down from Wisconsin almost 13 years ago, so... Cheese making, so, yeah. <laughs> the first year or so, we we had to get licensed, and then it was, uh, we started with cheese and educating people, because nobody ever heard of it before. Yeah. And then the soap and lotion and fudge all just followed as something to go with the cheese while Rick was going to farmers markets, but we found out best way to let people know about us was to give them samples, and yeah. we took pictures of the farms, and and we have people come out to the farm all the time for tours even like school groups and that so
1: where are you located so I See the car
2: yeah by competition we're like halfway between Hartville and lebanon okay okay we're, what other products
0: do you guys make besides the fudge and the and the cheese and stuff
2: well we went the next thing i went to was with soap and then i learned how to make lotion and then uh and then, because I was already licensed to make the cheese, I thought I'd try and get licensed for the fudge, and we call it smudge cheese milk fudge. <laughs> and uh, because the, the because the milk has so much more solids and is thicker than uh, cow's milk, we you can just replace like evaporated milk in the recipe for fudge. Oh, so cool! Very
1: nice. Cool. So, do you go to a lot of the shows in this? You know, around the country, or just stay in this area? Or?
2: Well, we pretty much stay in this okay. area. Rick goes to the farmers markets. I work off the farm yet okay. too. You but year, going then, or? we have. Yeah. He hasn't gone any yet this year. We've just been buried yeah. so yeah. far. Thank but thank you. Oh, here's the car. A lot of people had just come out to the farm. And Mama, they're at Mama
0: Jean's in Springfield.
1: That's great. Okay. Well now, yeah, now we know where to find them. Great. And my husband's family is from Lebanon, so we oh, go really? that direction a lot. Okay. So Very yeah, good. We keep that in mind. He always knows whenever I want to detour that it's something sheep-related or <laughs> knitting-related yeah. or something fiber-
0: or- so, what kind of sheep do you use, and do you use them for fiber too, or is it primarily for their milk?
2: Well, we don't do anything with the wool just because of time and everything. Uh, but uh, we have East Friesian sheep, which are a dairy breed, uh-huh. and, uh, and then we we breed well, like have a ram and breed it to some local sheep. They're sort of they're not 100%, they're a hundred percent; they're mixture. Yeah, but. Uh, To get East Frisian, we have to go back up Wisconsin to get them. So
0: I see. Cool. Well, thanks for letting us ask you questions. Thank you. I got your card, and we'll send you an email with a link to the podcast. Okay. Thank you very much. So we're here at Linda's, and we are—we have spinners and knitters. We have English
1: knitters. We have English knitters. We have have a Portuguese knitter, and she's not Portuguese. It's just the Portuguese style. No,
0: she's really Portuguese. Can you say a few words, please? <laughs> <laughs> and um, we are... We do have a Brazilian knitter,
1: though. Where does her go? Brazil. I oh, okay. Yeah, she's actually from Brazil. She is, huh? Yeah. That is so cool. And you're continental, so we got... And I'm we got, yeah. And I'm kind of an Irish cottage lever, lever knitting person now, kind of a modified <laughs> version, so we got everything. Sophie's watching you spin. I know. She's like wanting to help. She's like, no, I don't. I don't think I do. She's like, this is interesting. Well, I slid down, so I had to get my wheel started again. So quite a difference from when Kate and I took our spinning lessons. We're now actually kind of teaching some people.
0: I'm not sure I'm that great at teaching. I'm kind of like, here, figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> Here's the basic. Here, you can tenets. do it. Come on.
1: You can do it. I, I kind of think your wheel might be a little bit more difficult for a beginner, so if I can get um, what I'm working on spun up and, off, and get a fresh bobbin on, we'll let some people try my wheel, too. Yeah. Which, yours is, is what? It's a Louette? I've probably three the model. Number. Mine's
0: a Louette S75 double treadle version, and um, it's really actually pretty basic. It's, you know, you put the yarn in and you treadle and it and it spins, but you have to learn a little bit of coordination, and that's what... Chris's uh, learning is yeah. the cord- being coordinated enough to keep it um, going while she's drafting and stuff too. So that's well, the hardest part. And it's
1: interesting that there's not like separate whorls. Mm-hmm. So uh, like on mine, which is the shacked matchless double treadle. Mm-hmm. So I have all sorts of different whorls and the bobbins and all sorts of accessories. Which if anyone reads my blog, they know that <laughs> you know I have very important accessories like the cup holder. The cup holder. The cup holder. The cup holder. So it's quite a big cup holder there. Yeah, it works.
0: It works very well. It's pre- pretty nice for, like, being able to stick your thing in the middle of the room and yeah. not have to worry about, you know, having a table nearby.
1: So what was your favorite part of the fair?
0: Um, you know, really just walking around and looking at all the different kinds of fiber and all meeting all the different people. I talked to a bunch of people, and, you know, you know me. I'm like, hi, how are <laughs> you? <laughs> and everybody's like, do I know that girl? <laughs> you know, so we had a good time doing that, and... Um, Anyway, so um, I like that part of it, and um, of course I love the baby alpacas. They were so cute, playing around with each the other. The animals
1: were so cute, the creas, yeah. And I kept trying to Ooh, baby lambs. Yeah. And, and like, that one got out. Did you see that one that got out? It was uh-uh. like, yeah, they were trying to chase it down the block. They had like people trying to block it. It was like running back and forth. <laughs> so I finally got it. It almost knocked them over though. It was kind of funny. They're like, "Where's a dog when you need one?"
0: <laughs> to try to wrangle it in. It was
1: like, "Get me out of
0: here." So what was your favorite part of the whole thing?
1: Well, I, I think I, I found it really interesting that um, we didn't have our, our local yarn shops there with boots, but there were so many places selling the fiber and the and hand-spun yarns and the hand-dyed and all of that. And I didn't realize that we had so many different ranches you know, here in southwest Missouri that you know or central Missouri, because, I mean, we had... There, well, there was the one store, um, Hill Creek Fiber from Columbia, was there, and then mm-hmm. there was um, a couple of other. There was like a alpaca ranch. Well, Whirlwind was there from Lebanon. There was one in Bolivar. Mm-hmm. Um, I then, didn't see spin, the spindle and wheel people from Humansville. No, wheel, though. I did not see them either. That's yeah, that's a good point. Um, the the guy who makes the lamb spinning wheels from Seymour was mm-hmm. there again. So. You know, I mean this is our third year so it's like okay we're kind of comfortable with it you know we know yeah. we know what we're looking for and you know that kind of stuff so um it was a lot of fun to, like, yes. walk around,
0: look at, feel all the fiber, you know, look at the different prices. And the bunnies. And oh, the bunnies. my goodness, I want a bunny. Yeah, the except, except
1: Krista says they smell, so I'm they concerned about that. So, um, but I'm still thinking I want a bunny. <laughs> because they're so cute. You just have to change their things, like, twice a day or something in order to keep okay. them from... And, that. I, and I don't want that much work, so maybe I don't want a bunny. But <laughs> but I, every time I see them, I want one. They're really cute. So.
0: <laughs> well, Anyway, so we
1: had a really good time at the fair. It was a
0: little um, cold compared to what it's been some years. It was
1: fabulous.
0: But it was, had been. Perfect weather. Had been rainy, so it was a little bit muddy. And, um,
1: but other than that, it was really great. And we all had a really good time. Yeah, and Esther learned to tat. Yay. What? She's nodding. She doesn't want to talk. Um, (laughs) But what needle tatting versus shuttle tatting am i remembering correctly what was the other thing with all the you know the bobbin lace
0: lace. oh man i don't think i realized what that was you know until i saw that and she had like what 25 she said 40 of them on there and it's just i don't know it's like it reminds me of intarsia where you have like all these extra bobbins (laughs) hanging around and stuff and you have to use them when you come to them and stuff and
1: that's kind of the way this was. It was just very yeah, Yeah, the setup, I think, would have, you know, taken hours, she said. And the one lady that we were talking to the um, the second time wasn't the one who was working on it before. Yeah. Because she said... She had seen the one lady that had, like, 200 bobbins set up on something. I was just like, holy cow. Yeah. I, 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 I can't even imagine you can imagine how that. big that was. But what did she say? You only used, like, four at a time? You only use four at a time. It's so. like
0: what we say as knitters. I'm totally cracking up because I keep looking out the window, and I see Linda run by one way, and then a couple of minutes later, she runs the other way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> She's running with Sophie out there. It is so funny to just see her, like, jogging by <laughs> for a couple of seconds. <laughs> it keeps, like, catching my eye. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Running around.
0: <That> is funny. <laughs> so anyway, we're all uh, in love with Sophie, the new chihuahua. In case you didn't know, our friend Linda has a yeah. new chihuahua puppy named Sophie, and she's so cute. Getting the feel for the house. So <gasps> bless you. <Thanks. laughs> You're
1: welcome. <laughs> yes. Um, let's see. So what, what else did we do? I can't even remember now. We did not enter the speed knitting competition. We did not. You know, I don't know that that's gonna happen. Oh, your drive band came off. Oh, drive
0: band came off. So <laughs>
1: we'll fix that for you. That's funny.
0: Get you back so, on the road.
1: <laughs> all right. Does anybody else have any comments about the fair that they would like to?
0: Breanne, the infamous Breanne.
1: Yeah. Hello.
0: Should bring this over to her. I
1: have to go get an because.
0: Excuse me, ma'am. <laughs> yeah, can't let <laughs> it get to the floor. Oh no! Don't spill the tea. <laughs> So, what was your favorite part of the um, Fiber Fair? Um, I think probably my most favorite part was just hanging out with you guys. Oh, yeah, I know, aren't they <laughs> sweet? You are sweet. And um, and spending time with with my friends, but also you know just seeing all the different people there, um, you know, with our different crafts was really interesting. And everybody yeah. seemed really passionate about what they were doing. Yeah, you're right. We saw a lot of we saw some crocheters and spinners and um. We saw yeah we saw some the people who were crocheting like they were crocheting the um hand towels I think is what one of the things they were and rugs they were doing like rugs or something we saw weavers and um tatters and And spinners yeah all kinds of people that is pretty neat to see and then I like the one older lady who was with the ginormous wheel oh it it was huge it was a big giant wheel and uh she was dressed up like you know from the olden days except for her hand knit socks with and her and fetchings, you know. Yeah, Kristen and
1: I mentioned that on the other segment <laughs> we walking around when we had no idea where you were. But.
0: Yeah, it's not like it's a giant fair, yeah. but apparently we were in two different um, areas at, the, at different times. But we met up in the middle, obviously, yeah. So, which was really good. And it was
1: kind of funny to see. Um, I, I know it's like we walked by this one booth, and it was like, oh, look, there's the burp cloth from Mason Dixon. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. You know, just recognizing some patterns. It was nice to see um, that... It's not, I mean, usually it's, it's you mention a name of a pattern or something, you know, just like some of the people around here, and they're like, what?
0: <laughs> and during the fashion show, there was an oblique, which is the um, oh really, Veronique some. Avery pattern, and then we also saw a um, February lady sweater was there mm-hmm. from the Elizabeth Zimmerman. I did not see that. And um, there was one other that Can I, I recognized, it? too. Mm-hmm. i saw like three or four patterns and heard him announcing them and i'm like oh really <laughs> you know uh-huh. so that's kind of neat for our small town because a lot of times you know in a bigger city you might run across somebody with the of tea or something but yeah.
1: or obviously at other fiber well, fairs yeah, but yeah, Rhinebeck, there was like you know every other person had a hey latest on <laughs> it's like whatever <laughs> the teach. fad is at the time yeah. <laughs> i'm always like two years behind because i think i am finally going to make one but I'm so change it up
0: and um there was a lot of good deals on yarns there i think how many of us ended up with the lace weight stuff that we got for a dollar skein it was um Me brianne and, and esther sarah. did you buy some too sarah, sarah, sarah and krista and yeah and so we had several of us thinking that we might try to do something a knit along with all this lace weight that we ended up buying <laughs> Yeah, and Brienne got some great hand spuns, yeah. which was really nice. And they I, I love have the some colors.
1: Wonderfully soft black alpaca roving.
0: Oh, yeah. And I got some roving too. I think it's um, just regular luster, blueprints <gasps> luster. stuff. <laughs> is she having snacks?
1: Yes.
0: <laughs> She's having snack time. So, anyway, um,
1: what else did we do there? I can't remember. I found a nitty-naughty finally. Yes. I got from Stacy who gave us our spinning lessons. It's it's an Ashford. Place. I
0: saw this, uh I saw a couple of different nitty notties Like after you said that, you're like, it's the last one I saw. And then we saw like a bunch of others that were selling but I saw like some antique ones and I some I hand ones. Other, I
1: saw I saw the ones that you pointed out that were in the package that were mm-hmm. the Ashfords. So I got the last one of that Stacy had, and then there was the one that was like um either the hand carved and stuff. It was like the, the paint or the stain was, like, different on the ends than on the middle. Mm-hmm. And, frankly, I just didn't like it. <laughs> and, and, two, it was, um, like, $25. I'm like, okay, I can get an Ashford one for, you know, unfinished for 15 Yeah. Like, that's, that's all I need for now until I can you yeah, know, I afford the, to get my electric skein winder.
0: <laughs> I think the other There's one was... There's a new toy to buy. There always is. I think the other one was kind of just antique-ish because yeah. they had this really cute little oil lamp, and the base of it looked like a spinning wheel. And I like saw it and I was like, this is so cute. I should buy it. But I have no need for one uh-huh. except for the lack of electricity in the past couple of, <laughs> <laughs> couple of days. So, you know, maybe I do need an oil lamp that looks like a spinning wheel. Who knew? That's funny.
1: So, and I bought an alpaca. It's yes. Okay, not a real one. And a puppy. It's, it's stuffed. <laughs> a stuffed I alpaca. Get the, I need to get the puppy at the fair. I bought the puppy ahead of time for... Brianne's daughter Aylish's second birthday. Yay. It's tomorrow.
0: tomorrow. She's gonna Yay. be two. Yay! Two. That's not possible. We but did see know. we did see the moment of the terrible two-ness when she touched my spinning wheel as it was spinning and kind of scared her half to death. And <laughs> she, she that would it was, Yeah. Yeah. I
1: yeah. scream. She
0: just. I think she was more she, upset with the don't touch that than yes. the touching it kind of thing. Oh. She wasn't quite awake from her nap and so she's uh, at that point where you no, know, she gets hurt feelings very easily. I know. Aww. I know how she feels, though. My feelings are easily hurt, especially after my nap. Yes, <laughs> absolutely. So, anyway, That's but funny. she's actually beautiful, and we love her, and we love you. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you for accompanying me home at 2 o'clock in the morning. <laughs> On the, the
1: morning. podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you're yes. not going to want to listen to this one now because you'll have <laughs> heard it all.
0: That's okay. I'll okay. still listen.
1: That's okay. There's still the Devo to come. We'll record that later. Yeah, we'll do that later, too. So.
0: Anyway, we had a great time. It was a lot of fun, and I look forward to going maybe again next year, maybe in every other year thing, I don't know, and trying to find other local fiber fairs to attend so we can see new things and new people. Yeah. we got There's, lots of cards, too, yes. of people. Yeah, we've got lots of business yeah. cards of people so we can see where they are and put some of their links on our site, of the, especially of the ones that we bought, you know, stuff from.
1: Mm-hmm. Cool. Cool. So, well, I know we've got... Um, a couple of them coming up, um, the one in Bethel, mm-hmm. um, which is Labor Day weekend, the World Sheep and Wool Festival, and then um, the one that I can never remember the name of that is uh, um, in Sedalia, mm-hmm. Missouri, which we decided that was in August right around the time of Stitches Midwest. Yep. So, that's the problem. It's like you can't, um, you can't be in all the, these different places. That, you know, you have to pick one. Yeah. So, but... I no don't want to have to pick any. It's like, well, since I'm going back to Rhinebeck, hey, if I mentioned that on the podcast, yeah. I'm going back to Rhinebeck this year. Got my ticket, got my room. That'll be really so, fun. Yeah, I'm, I'm really excited about it because, again, it's like, I don't think I'll be as overwhelmed. I know you know what you I'm gone? doing, what to look for, what I want, and everything, and now I already have Are meal. you going,
0: Ginger? Are you going to go this year? I'm still trying to talk her into it. I know. <laughs> I was like, uh, it would be really nice to go, but you've got to plan all these, you know, different various vacations, you know, way in advance. And, of course, Rhinebeck kind of tends to sell out before you can ever get your mind made up to go, so it's cool. Well, anyway, mm-hmm. well, um, stay tuned for Knitting from the Word. Knitting from the Word. Knitting from the Word.
2: Are you still searching, as if I'm not enough, to where will you go child, tell me where will you run, to where will you run, cause I'll be by your side wherever you fall.
1: attend fiber fairs and festivals the more i enjoy them and not just the shopping for yarn and fiber and accessories although i do like that Um, i love visiting with the vendors and seeing the demonstrations and asking questions of them and i especially love seeing the animals up close the angora bunnies and the llamas the alpacas and the sheep and you know it's been said that sheep are pretty dumb they're not the brightest animal in the barnyard if you know what i mean But when I was thinking of that, I had to laugh because that's one of the many names that um, we have for Jesus, that he's the good shepherd. And if he's the good shepherd, we're the sheep. So what does that say about us? (laughs) But in spite of our sometimes being dumb in the eyes of God, he still loves us beyond our understanding. In Luke 15, 1 through 7, Jesus tells the parable of the lost sheep. Now the tax collectors and sinners were all gathering around to hear him. But the Pharisees and the teachers of the law muttered, this man welcomes sinners and eats with them. Then Jesus told them this parable. Suppose one of you has a hundred sheep and loses one of them. Does he not leave the ninety-nine in the open country and go after the lost sheep until he finds it? And when he finds it, he joyfully puts it on his shoulders and goes home. Then he calls his friends and neighbors together and says, Rejoice with me, I have found my lost sheep. I tell you that in the same way there will be more rejoicing in heaven over one sinner who repents than over ninety-nine righteous persons who do not need to repent. So why did the shepherd go looking for that lost sheep? Why does God seek us out to have a relationship with him? Because he loves us and we have value to him. And we can understand that. How many times have we spent hours um, untangling a precious skein of yarn that had an unfortunate meeting with a cat? Non-knitters don't get it. They (laughs) wonder why we don't just throw it away and buy more or just give up because it's too hard. But because it has value to us and it's worth spending um, the time restoring it, and when it's untangled from the mess it got into, it can still be used. Our pastor often says that God is in the restoration business. I'm so thankful that he doesn't give up on me even when I get myself into a great big tangled mess.
0: <clears throat> That's exactly right. So um, if you have any prayer requests or comments um, or questions about anything that we've said here, anything we podcast about, and of course, praise reports, which we love, please uh, drop us an email either through the website, uh, knittogether.org,
1: or you can go on to Ravelry and find the Knit Together group there. That's right. Thanks again for listening, and um, don't forget to join us um, in Springfield on Thursday nights. We'd love to have you. The more, the merrier.
0: And if you happen to be in Carthage, Missouri, you can
1: join me for
0: a Knit Together West, which is on Monday nights. Yeah. Um, we're going to take this time to close in prayer. Father God, we just want to come together right now. And thank you for Linda and John who opened their home to us this weekend. Let us have a wonderful knitting retreat. And thank you for keeping us all safe. And I pray that you will keep us safe as we travel home, Father. um, Please um, lift up Tammy's friend who had premature twins and they're really struggling right now. Um, Help them grow and um, help their lungs so that they can breathe, Father, and go home. It's um, often hard for the parents who um, have to leave their babies at the hospital. Please grant peace and wisdom to Tammy and her family as they're dealing with the stress of her mother's failing health. Um, grant healing to our friend Dana and to her, our, her cousin Webb, who is also um, in the hospital now. Um, also, our friend Beth needs uh, to be comforted and given peace with her new pregnancy that's coming up. And Father, we just ask that you will also bless this podcast and continue to um, do your will in everything that we do. And Father, we ask that you will guide us and um, let us know what we can do to bring this to the fruition that you see for it, Father. Um, We thank you again for our families and our husbands who help us um, with this podcast and give us the time to do it. And again, we just praise your name, Father, for all that you have done and all that you continue to do. And we give this podcast to you for your glory. Amen. Amen.
2: Circus the light, is it gets me every time Circus the light, <laughs>